Perhaps all of us have had the unpleasant experience of biting our tongues. Now, it doesn't occur often, but when it does, it hurts. But what prevents that from happening all the time? Can evolution explain it? And does the evolutionary model make sense when we look at the mouth? Well, join me on this episode of Wonders Without Number as a dentist looks at the marvels of the mouth. Welcome to Wonders Without Number. I'm David Reeves, and today we want to inform and inspire you regarding the wonders we find all around us. An infinite number of wonders that point us directly to our Creator, the God of the Bible. Now, you're no accident. I want you to know that you are special, that you were created in God's own image, and that Jesus Christ was and is that Creator. He's got a plan for your life. Now, Scripture has a lot to say about the mouth. In fact, that word is found over 400 times. Just think about it. Without our mouths, we would not even be able to speak. We couldn't even eat. But today on Wonders Without Number, we're going to consider the marvels of the mouth and just who it was that designed and created it in the beginning. And we have with us Dr. Joe Martin, a well-known dentist, and he's here to share some amazing facts about the incredible design we find within our mouths. Facts that most people never stop to consider. Could it be that we're too busy using our mouths? Well, Dr. Martin was a biology major at Bucknell University and a graduate of the University of Pittsburgh Dental School. Now, after spending two years in the Air Force, where he was a dentist for the presidential flight crews of Air Force One, he established a private dental practice at NASA in Houston, Texas. While a professor at Baylor College of Dentistry, Dr. Martin became a young earth creationist, another amazing story in itself, and after receiving his master's in theology, he went into full-time ministry with his wife and two daughters. Their ministry, Biblical Discipleship Ministries, focuses primarily on family discipleship, creation, and biblical discernment, and some of the amazing and astounding creatures that we find all throughout the universe. So, join with me now as we meet my friend and very special guest, Dr. Joe Martin. Welcome to Wonders Without Number. Thank you, David. Good to be here. Yes, sir. It's great to have you here. Okay, so your ministry is based out of Texas, but you travel all around the world speaking, right? We do. Well, primarily United States. Yes, okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. I love some of your work, uh, especially when you start looking at different uh, animals and the design and complexity of the animals that shows that each specific animal seems to be designed for a specific purpose. Exactly. It fills this purpose perfectly. It works. And when you start taking away any component of that animal, we find that it would not have been able to survive. And so it sort of tells us that evolution over millions of years wouldn't have worked to form these animals. But then we start looking at the human body. And boy, that's, that's where it gets really amazing. Because as the Bible says, we're made in the image of God. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. And uh, when we look at our mouths, we see some pretty interesting things, don't we? Oh, it's fascinating. And when I was uh, in dental school, I was not a Christian. Okay. So we're studying all these things, and it never even occurred to me. Right. Whoa, look at this. How could that evolve? Hmm. I mean, just looking at the, the temporomandibular joint, the jaw joint. Okay. There's two of them, one on each side. Yeah. 
Well, how does evolution explain the fact that we have two absolutely complex things evolving? Right. One on each side, and they had to be at exactly uh, the same time, or you'd have half a jaw. You can't have that. <laughs> the teeth had to be designed so that they fit into each other, uh-huh. and the top ones grow down, the bottom ones grow up, and they have to fit into each other. Wow. So they have to kind of uh, mimic the anatomy of the one that they oppose in a way that they can work together. Uh-huh. And then you think of the tongue. Yeah. and the saliva, and all these different muscles that open your mouth, close your mouth, move it sideways, up, <laughs> down, and they all work together. And our brain has the nerves, and we can tell it what to do, but when we're not telling it what to do, it doesn't do things that would be harmful. Right. And uh, everything is absolutely symmetrical, coordinated. No way that could just be a chance process. Wow. Okay, so we see symmetry, we see design, and who's going to tell it, and how does it know that the teeth need to grow up this way, down this way, that the jaws need to connect in such a way? And again, that symmetry, we see it's like a mirror image on both sides, and if it's not, then we've got big trouble. Well, yes, and, and just the fact that we can use our, our tongue and our lips and this all this to form words, hmm. And, and talk to each other right. and share the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, and why did the mouth end up where it is? Why isn't it over here somewhere yeah. you know, or up here? Right. And, and, and so God built beauty uh, into the human face. Sure. And uh, the symmetry, the, um, the marvel of it all. It's just yes. a marvel huh. how all this works. <laughs> Amazing. It is. it is. Well, I know we've got a lot to cover, so let's take a look at a couple of the features. Institute for Creation Research asked me to do a little uh, series on the mouth okay. for their graduate program. And I began to study it again. Mm-hmm. Like, I got out of dental school in 1966. Okay. I thought, whoa, this is unbelievable <laughs> what God did. So in other words, you're looking at the same mouth that you've studied in the past, but all of a sudden, when you're looking at it from a different perspective and you're not trying to figure out how it evolved through purely naturalistic means, you realize, Whoa, there's some incredible things here. Oh, amazing things. Huh. And you think all just the different kinds of skin. Right. You know, we have the skin out here. We've got this skin in the mouth. Mm-hmm. And they, they call it mucosa, the pink skin. Okay. And it's uh, um, like part of it is attached to the a bone in such a way. They call it the attached gingiva. Okay. A gingiva is just your gums. And, but then along around the edges of your tooth, there is part of it that isn't attached, huh. and then um, that has certain functions. Okay. And then you have some that comes up between the teeth, and that is uh, helps keep things clean. Okay. And, and then you have uh, all these different frenums and things, like when you pull your upper lip up, yeah. you see that stringy-looking thing right, up there? Right, right. Or stick your tongue up. There's one down uh-huh. there holding your tongue, the labial frenum, a lingual frenum. Uh, and, uh, why? Why? Well, God had to put all those things together to hold your mouth together in such a way that we can smile wow. or we can look grumpy okay. <laughs> or uh, we can do these different things. Um, and then sometimes, because of the fall and the curse, maybe one of those will be attached in a way that isn't exactly right. And then we say someone is tongue-tied. 
Okay. Because maybe the the frenum down here that holds the under the tongue is is too much too, or too or far whatever. out okay. to the tip of the tongue or something, and a little surgery fixes it. Uh -huh. So, but uh, for most people, it's just almost perfect. Right. The way the teeth come in, the way we, they throw out the old the baby teeth. Wow. And uh, then there's guide planes on the sides of the teeth so that the tooth that comes in beside it comes in at the right angle. Really? And all these teeth have different angles uh -huh. where they're, uh, they're angled out in the anterior, the front. They're oh, kind of okay. Out. Okay. Whereas the back teeth, the molars, are more straight up and down. Huh. But the lower teeth are tipped in and the upper teeth are tipped out. And, and that's so that they can uh, match each other. Fit together well. And, and when that's you, when you go to a dentist and they ask, they want to check your bite or whatever, they're looking at all of this. Oh, yes. And, and a good dentist uh, has to decide, okay, I'm going to have to put a, a restoration in here, a filling. Okay. But there is a contact between the teeth. Uh -huh. And the contact has to be the right shape. Huh. It has to be the right height. If they get it too low, uh -huh. you'll bite and you'll pack food down in there. Wow. Uh, if, if you get it too high, uh -huh. the food doesn't course across like it's supposed to, and you'll get inflammation in your gums because your, your gums are mas massaged by the food that you chew because of the way the tooth is shaped and the contacts are shaped. Really? The food goes down across it, stimulates it, and keeps it healthy. Uh -huh. All these things. You mentioned Psalm 139. Mm -hmm. I'll praise thee, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. We know that, we That's are exactly marvelously right. made. So I said over there, every single aspect of the human mouth is irreducibly complex. Hmm. I mean, every part is dependent on every other part and they're all matched up in ways that they work together. Okay. It's totally complex and it totally defies an evolutionary answer, as far as I can tell. Right. Yeah, for its intricate interrelationships. Hmm. And, and it has to be the way it is for us to chew our food, and for us, it, digestion begins as soon as we start chewing our food with these various uh, enzymes and things. And then we have these various arch forms. Dr. Chuck Arcori at Baylor Dental College has some of these slides he's given me to use. Okay. And um, the, the, our teeth aren't just in there. They, they form an arch. Okay. And the arch, it's elliptical shape. And there's more curve, of course, in the front than mm. in the back. Uh, but the arch, the upper teeth, have to be arched in a way that they fit correctly into the lower teeth. So they're not just growing straight down. Right. They, they grow at, at, an, at an angle. Okay. And each tooth has a particular angle that it grows, if it's, if it's healthy and right. I mean, mm. they're precise, exact angles, because that's what makes them fit the cusps, fit where they're supposed to fit. Oh. So that when you chew your food, you're not just banging down on it, you're masticating it. You're, you're, you can tear it apart just like it's supposed to be. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, so you got these different arches and and certain widths, like the maxillary is going to be wider across here, the upper jaw, uh -huh. than the lower jaw because it's going to fit kind of out over the lower teeth. Hmm. And 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 you see people that their lower jaw came out because of the fall and the curse, sure. not where, the way it should, and it's bigger than the upper jaw. Uh, you know, and, oh, right. and they have problems sure. with occlusion. It can be fixed now uh, with different kinds of surgery. Yes. Uh, so, aesthetics embedded in the maxillary arch. That's the upper arch. Because when we smile, most people, what we see 
is the, the upper, teeth. upper teeth. Right. Or no teeth. Mine don't show much at all. <laughs> Yours show very nice, very nice teeth. Oh, nice thank teeth. you. You're thank you. And, uh, but you have a smile line. Okay. And the smile line is the way your lower lip fits when you smile hmm. uh, under kind of the edge of the teeth. And, and the perfect smile line, the lower just follows the curve of the upper teeth. Wow. And uh, all of these things. All of that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't. There, I said here, the Creator did all this just to give Him glory and us a lovely, symmetrical smile. You're listening to Wonders Without Number with David Reeves. The message presented today was filmed in studio at David Reeves Ministries' Wonders of Creation Center and is available in video format with powerful accompanying visuals. Subscribe to our Genesis Plus package online to get instant access to the video format of this message and hundreds of others right on your computer or mobile device. If you are encouraged by this message and would like to be a part of sharing this information with millions across the globe, we would love to hear from you. Give us a call at 931-212-7990 or write us at David Reeves Ministries, Post Office Box 2824, Lewisburg, Tennessee, 37091. Visit our website, davidreeves.com today. That's davidreeves.com. And now, back to Wonders Without Number with David Reeves. It absolutely couldn't have happened by chance, okay? <laughs> okay. But I didn't know that when I was in dental school. Right. I mean, that's amazing how you can look at something that God has done that is, it's a testimony of his genius and his care and his love as he puts it together and, and you look at it, it doesn't register. It just doesn't register. Wow. But then when I became a believer and started looking at it again here just a few years ago, it mm -hmm. was like, oh my, look what our Lord has done. <laughs> wow. It brought me to worship. Yes. But that's what it should do. When we study the creation, it should bring us to worship. Look, Jesus, look what you've done here. This is amazing. Yes. But we're, we're not taught in a way that we do that. And it is one of those things of perspective. It's your worldview. If you were taught in such a way that you're supposed, scientifically, you're supposed to be looking at everything, trying to figure out how it could happen in a purely naturalistic way, mm -hmm. well, then that's what you're going to do. You're going to look at every feature and you're going to say, well, you know, how could this have happened by chance? But if we have the correct perspective, then we're going to be in amazement because all of a sudden things are going to start to fit together and we're going to say, this is designed. We have a loving creator. Oh, and, and how on earth could anything as complicated and specific just happen by chance? Right. Mindless, random, chance, non-directed, non-purposeful processes. I don't care how many millions of years mm -hmm. you have. We would die. I mean, if it didn't come in right the first time, you can't chew your food. Right. You couldn't talk. You <laughs> couldn't. You'd be dead. Absolutely. It, God, when He created Adam, He had to put all of that together, all at the right time, in the right way, with the genetic information there yes. that it can be carried on. Wow. So our our God just had to do all that. And then there's these different curves, uh, the curve of Wilson and the curve of Spee. And so because when we chew, we don't chew just up. Boom, boom, straight up and down. Okay. Our jaw is, is almost an elliptic. It's it's going in in a Oh. Otherwise we just beat the food to death. Right. But now we can grind it, 
we can cut it, hmm. we can do all these things because the jaw is moving in a, in a, a, a whole ver variety of pathways. Okay. Which is dependent, of course, on the joint. Right. Which is the reason TMJ problems, that, that's uh, quite prevalent because it's so, so important that everything's right oh, at the jaw. Oh, yes. And uh, so that's kind of how it looks. And so it is, uh, we have this curved plane. So mm -hmm. it's curved in, in that way and it's curved in this way. It's okay. cur two curves that are working with each other. Hmm. And you're thinking, well, how, would, how could you figure that out? And, but the problem is, you have to have those teeth, the right shape, the right size, the right angulation toward each other mm -hmm. for the curve to work correctly. Mm. The, the curves against each other and with each other. Okay. And so it's mathematically, it's difficult to even plot that out mathematically. Wow. So God, he's, he's a genius, absolute <laughs> genius. Yep. And to think, before he had anything, he thought mm -hmm. all this up, That's right. spoke it into existence, and he knew exactly how it would work and yeah. what wouldn't work. And he knew all the options. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no way to comprehend that. <laughs> it really isn't. Yeah, no. It, it just brings us to worship. It does. Yeah. Our God. Oh, yeah. And he's given us just enough intelligence, that, that uh, brain power to be able to wonder over some of these things and to study them and, and to be amazed. But uh, there are some things that we just absolutely cannot grasp of his power, of his immensity. Yes, that's exactly right. So I said down here, if evolution is true, how many teeth caused humans to starve before they figured out how to fit together and chew properly? I, I mean, it had to be done right, and it had to be done the first time. Right the first time. Exactly. And it, and it was. It was. So... The temporomandibular joint, that's the jaw joint. Okay. It's a rotating and sliding joint. Hmm. So it's not just up and down. Right. Which makes us able to chew. Actually, there's all these parts okay. to, the, to the jaw joint. Oh, and there's okay. there's things to cushion it. There's things that give you um, uh, the, the circulation you need. Wow. There are fluids that are particular to the jaw joint. Right. They have to be determined by DNA. You have to have the right glands to form those fluids. And um, the cushioning materials that are there, then the muscles that are there, hmm. so that you can move it in any direction. Uh -huh. And when you're relaxed, it just doesn't go. Right. You know? And, and it's, we're not talking about bone against bone here. This has to be highly developed to work in the way it's supposed to work. Oh, it does. It does. And it is. Uh -huh. And so uh, we, we say, well, all right, so now we've got like a condyle, a ball and socket joint. Okay. But then we have what's called the coronoid process okay. on the other side here coming uh -huh. toward the front. And that helps to guide it but sometimes people's jaw locks open mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes the condyle will jump down in front of there's a bony eminence in here it'll jump down in front of that and then your your jaw uh, locks open okay okay and sometimes it's difficult to get it put back hmm. which it can always get put back but sometimes it's difficult to right. put it back so uh, if evolution is true, how did humans evolve two of these wonderfully designed joints at the same time? Because mm. we've got one on each side. <laughs> I haven't heard any evolutionists talk about that. Right. Uh -huh. they I'm sure they must, uh -huh. but I, I haven't heard them talk about that. Hmm. Um, and both of them work in tandem with each other. Uh -huh. So you don't have one that's 
that's going to pull harder than the other. Right. When when we want to do a, a motion, they uh -huh. work together. Uh huh. But that means on one side they're pulling, on the other side they're pushing. Right. Okay. So and uh, all of that has to function together, and the only explanation you can give from an evolutionary standpoint is maybe if we give it enough time. <laughs> that's right. Give us enough time and anything can happen. Mm -hmm. That's what I hear yeah. on, on the college campuses especially. Wow. You know? So if I could... Um, it's too complicated to have evolved. Okay. That's good enough. Okay. okay. It is. Yep. It is. Yep. Uh, there isn't any way. There isn't any way. Psalm 34 says, oh, taste. That has to do with the mouth. Mm -hmm. It's nice to taste things. It is. Oh, we've got all kinds of different taste buds in there. Huh. You know, some are for bitter things, some are for sweet things, some are for salty things. Yeah. And you can selectively find which ones do what. Wow. And then you have all of the different fluids in the body, in the mouth, mm -hmm. that do different kinds of things. Taste and see the Lord is good. Mm -hmm. Blessed is the man that trusts in Him. Well, why wouldn't we trust in Him? If, I mean, if He can put us together mm -hmm. like we are, yeah. And then keep us together, why wouldn't he? How could evolution possibly explain the intricate way in which teeth fit together when none of them has seen the one below it, all right, <laughs> until after it's erupted, uh -huh. and they come out of up in there, this little thing that starts first and the tooth grows up in up in your bone up in here. Okay. And then it grows down yeah. and it has exactly the right anatomy, so it'll fit just right into the lower tooth. Wow. How would a tooth think to match the anatomy of its partner below. So when you look at all of this, and, and I love the example of taste buds, you know, we have different taste buds which can detect different types of foods. From an evolutionary standpoint, we, we need to eat, but why should we need to be able to select all of these specific tastes and types of foods? Or maybe our God created us with these taste buds so that we could enjoy His creation exactly the way He planned it. We're completely out of time, but thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you, David. For yes, sir. Me. And I wanted to point out uh, a couple of DVDs quickly because this is human anatomy right here. When we start looking at animals like birds, like reptiles, like primates and other creatures, uh, creatures of the Amazon, we just get a glimpse of the enormous design behind every living creature, and it leaves me in awe. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, in the book of Exodus, we find that Moses was concerned about the fact that he was not eloquent in speech. And the Lord said unto him, Who hath made man's mouth? Or who maketh the dumb, or deaf, or the seeing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? As we've seen, the features of our mouths are truly amazing. And in chapter 10, the New Testament book of Romans tells the most important thing we can ever do with our mouths. It says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. If you've never done that, you can do it right now. Believe on the name of the Son of God that thou may know that you have eternal life. And, you know, if you've made that decision, give us a call or send us a note because we want to help you in every way as you walk in newness of life. I'm David Reeves, and until our next time on Wonders Without Number, I want you to keep looking up. Truly, the heavens declare the glory of God. Hello, I'm David Reeves, host of the television show Creation in the 21st Century on TBN and author of the book Wonders Without Number. When we look at science from a biblical perspective, remarkable things are revealed. 
belief in the historical account of creation as found in the book of Genesis reveals much about the meaning of life and gives reason for our existence. Where did all the matter in the universe come from? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Visit our website and sign up for our email updates to receive links to free videos dealing with science, astronomy, creation, and the Bible. Give us a call to find out more about David Reeves Ministries or to order additional copies of this DVD and our other great resources. Like us on Facebook and drop us a line on how this program has impacted your life. I'm David Reeves. Truly, the heavens declare the glory of God.